Doctor Who Fan Podcast, episode number 14. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Today, we're going to be talking about season four, episodes number four and five, the Santaran Stratagem and the Poison Sky, also known as the Tale of Two Marthas. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that was funny. All right, so I thoroughly enjoyed these two episodes back to back. They were really good. Um, the first episode kind of started off a little slow for me. Uh, episode four, the Suntarn stratagem, with the whole, you know, w- the whole setup. The whole of, setup, right? You know, the girl, all oh, the car, blah blah blah. It's like this is a little boring, but it really got good. And of course, it was very nice to see our good friend Martha, Martha, come back to the show. Yeah. And I love, if I can just jump right to the end, the fact <laughs> that Martha we'll is obviously going to be in yeah. the next episode at the very least. That's really cool. Not only that, but Stephanie, Cliff? this is the second time that I'm aware of. And may- maybe there's been more hidden because they certainly tried to sneak it in here. That was so cool, though. They snuck that one in snuck right on in right there. right in there. Rose is trying to contact the doctor. Rose is trying to contact the doctor. That was awesome. That was really So really the last cool. time we saw her was, I think, Partners in Crime, which is where the little fat babies came and whatever, and she, like, was it was right. Rose was there. You know? She was there. Um, we talked about that in that episode. Right. Donna had told her. To tell her mom that the keys were in, you know. Right. To find the keys here. And what I'll do is I'll make this the album artwork, but inside the tar- TARDIS. I love how <laughs> I know. It's oh. She was saying doctor. Doctor. And her, anyway, her the way open. that Cliff froze it, her mouth is open. But mm-hmm. our children, when they're watching television, will, will pause things just to see how they get people's facial expressions um, caught and that that's like their favorite thing to do it is and so basically we have a screen capture showing rose in a very and our kids would be very proud of you they would be very proud of that nice facial expression yes so anyway we uh (laughs) but basically here we are with uh with rose trying to communicate with the doctor uh during in the tardis um in one of the scenes where the where donna is stuck on the santaran ship Inside the TARDIS. Inside the TARDIS. And so, uh, anyway, that was neat. It was kind of a great episode overall. There were a couple things. Uh, not only not only Martha was back, not only did we see Rose, uh, but we also got two Martha, Marthas. Two Marthas for the price of one. Two. They definitely uh, did something wild and cloned Martha, which, you know, I love the fact that he's she's like, how long did you know? It's like from the beginning, you kind of smell. <laughs> you smell funny, man. Come on. <laughs> that that part was funny. That yeah. was, And we knew that he knew from the beginning. Oh, yeah, because he says um, he said something about Donna. She said, where? Did, so where's Donna? And he said, uh, she went back home. She's right. not she's she, not a soldier like you. She's not like you. She's not a soldier. Yeah. 
And she didn't, of course, respond to that. And he kind of, eh, okay, that confirms it. Not yeah. only do you smell funny, but <laughs> you're acting funny, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is um, cool. I mean, Now, obviously, I think the writers of Doctor Who are trying to get some kind of point across with mm-hmm. the overall adoption of certain technology. Okay. Let me explain to you why. Back in, uh, I don't remember if it was season two or season three. It may have even been season one. I can't remember of the new Doctor Who. But there was an episode where we got to see the Cybermen, how people were being transferred or transformed into Cybermen. And it all happened from the little blinking blue GPS phone device. Right. So the, the earpieces. Right. And, you know, of course, they're they're saying, you know, if you, with everybody that takes these on, you're going to be turned into some kind of cyborg or something right. like that. In fact, my friend Robert, you know, Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but my friend Robert, he refuses to wear one of those earpiece <laughs> devices because he, he, he finds them annoying. The fact that everybody walks around and they just look like a cyborg. OK. And I'm like, whatever. So anyway, I'm just wondering because and I wouldn't have thought anything about it, but the fact is, is they did kind of it's say with the GPS units. Yeah, so I'm wondering if this isn't something like, um, you know, of course I have no problem with the GPS unit that kind of you mount on your dashboard and and you it, it can give you navigate help you to navigate to where you're going. Right. Although we do kind of rely on it when we're out of town to give us accurate directions. Right. But at least it doesn't control our car now. Today, though, they do have these devices like the OnStar device, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit more in line with what they were showing with this. What was it called? Um, Um, Amos? The Atmos. 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 Yeah, like atmosphere. So uh, the Atmos system was very much like the OnStar system in certain respects, such as that it could lock your car, unlock your car. And stuff like that. And of course, right now it's not technically being, you know, able to drive the right. car. Although that technology, I would assume, is available. That'd be not cool. for mass production, but is available. And I guess that's what that's kind of what I'm wondering. It's right. like, you know, are we should we be concerning ourselves with how much we allow technology to rule our lives? Okay. I think that that's like a social well, I think, thing. I that, think it was even cool at the end when. Um, when Donna's mom came home from the market, she had walked, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It's so cool. Nobody's driving. You know, there's kids out riding it's bikes. So great, so great. Yeah. See, I, that's so. what I'm thinking. I think that the writers of the show are are doing quite a bit of social commentary. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, because I'm definitely picking up on those vibes. That's fine. You know, all shows can. You know that that's the great thing about watching television. Is what? that you can explore those avenues without being know. overly offensive or yes. just downright boring. Exactly. All right. So, uh, Stephanie, would you like to thumb through some different <laughs> scenes here? If you want to. All righty. Well, if you'd stop I yawning. <laughs> I couldn't hide that one. Wow. I'm star- I've am had a really productive day. I've been really busy all day. And um, now just- I'm starting, like, now that I'm actually sitting down, because Obviously, we sat down for 45 minutes and watched the episode. Mm-hmm. And now we're, re- and I'm like, okay, now that I've been sitting down for almost an hour, I'm starting to feel really, really sleepy. Gotcha. Well, I just want to point out for the record, you're the one who said, hey, let's do a Dr. Who today. I did because I'm really, 
now I will be so happy because now when we do a Doctor Who, we're completely caught up yes. as far as we watch the episode, re- we record a podcast. But up until this, we had been behind. And so we're still wanting to watch them. But we're like, well, we can't watch this one because we haven't recorded a podcast for episode number three. You know? Yeah. But now this is four and five. And so we should be. Yeah. We're all good now. This is episode four and five, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So now we're all we're all caught up and whenever we can fit it in, we can fit it in. Absolutely. So let's let's thumb through a little bit of this in review. This is where the doctor lands. And, and sees Martha and then Martha and Donna are gonna meet for the first time. Yes. I love the music they've been using. <laughs> you haven't changed the Neither of you. How's it family? You know, not so bad. Recovering. What about you? Right. Should have known. Didn't take you long to replace me there. Now, don't start fighting. Martha, Donna, Donna, Martha. Please don't fight. I can't bear fighting. <laughs> you wish. I've heard all about you. He talks about you all the time. I dread to think. No, 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 no. He says nice things. Good things. Nice things. Really good things. Oh, my God. He's told you everything. Didn't take long to get over it, though. Who's the lucky man? What, man? Lucky what? He's engaged, you prawn. Really? Who too? Tom. That Tom Milligan. He's in pediatrics. All right. So, Martha is engaged, we learn. Right. Right. What's wrong? Nothing. I'm confused. <laughs> I know. I did a little pausing trick there. <laughs> As to what is really going on here. <laughs> Stephanie has no idea when we're recording, when we're not recording. We're totally recording right now. Just like, tell me when to talk. <laughs> now would be, be good. good, Steph. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm d- <laughs> I confused her. You did. So anyway, we're the so Martha moving along. Come on. Long over the doctor. You know, the only thing that I don't like is they don't really say how long it's been. This is true. Although I bet you there's some kind of way to to Probably. manipulate the data to find out exactly how long. Probably. So anyway. But any uh, so anyway, I can't stand to have any fighting going along in the whole right. introduction right. between them. Please kind don't of, fight. I can't take it. Yeah. So I can't bear it. What he says. It, it it's amazing how the doctor can can be so clueless sometimes. But uh, you know, Donna like didn't take you long to get over the doctor, <laughs> did it? And he didn't even yeah doesn't yeah. have a clue. Yep. No. All right, let's move just along. Now I'm gonna pause. Okay. We're gonna play a clip. I'll pause this, stop the clip, and then come back. Whatever. <laughs> By the sound of it, not as clever as me, but that goes without saying. I'd recommend. Termination. Remember your status, boy. We do not take orders from humans. I said recommend. Then your advice shows military wisdom. She will be terminated. <gasps> cool. This is unit extension 2-2. Okay, so Stephanie, this little young man, super genius boy. Was completely annoying. It was completely annoying. However, it was it was neat to add it to the story, you know, as far as how I, the question is, how did these two get connected? How did he how was he approached by the Suntarans? Do we I don't think we were taught that I information. I don't think we know that. No. So anyway, th- this guy, of course, is um, 
basically planning to help the Suntarans to do some kind of stuff to the Earth. Obviously, he he's aware that they have some plans on things they want to do, but they've kind of lied to him and said, you know, hey, we're going to give you your own planet, your own world. We're going to let you choose who gets to go there and give this guy like a god complex. And of course, he falls for it and is unwittingly the puzzle piece or he's a pawn in the game. Anyway, so he is behind, of course, I guess maybe some of the Atmos uh, systems. Well, didn't he design part of the system or I think all so. of the system and then whatever? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I think they fitted him with some extra technology to go with it. Yeah, that was in the first part, part. which we were watching while we were on the treadmill. <laughs> A long time ago. Yes. Yeah, with children. So we got interrupted a few times. Exactly. All right, so let's just scoot right along in the story. Okay. Oh, just in time. Come on. Come on, we'll go to the country. Fresh air and geniuses. What more could you ask? I'm not coming with you. I've been thinking. I'm sorry. I'm going home. Really? I've got to. If that's what you want. I must be soon. So many places I wanted to take you. Fifteenth broken moon of the Medusa Cascade. The lightning skies of Cotapaluni's world. Diamond coral reefs of Gattaf local. Thank you. Thank you, Donna Noble. It's been brilliant. You've you've saved my life in so many ways. You're just popping home for a visit, that's what you mean. You dumbo. And then you're coming back. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that was kind of cool. That was funny. Uh, You know, especially with the, they set it up with the conversation that she had with Martha. Right. And Martha's like, you just let them, you just left them there? Right. You know, and talking about her grandpa. And uh, anyway, so that was a. That was a great um, clip with them. And then at the end. When he says, I mean, obviously, we've seen the doctor say goodbye so many times that, you know, he thinks he's going to die. And um, so anyway, he is going to he has to go give the what are they called? Suntarans a a decision to make, you know, leave or I'll destroy you. And um, anyway, he teleports himself and. The genius kid actually went, which I called. I yes thought that um, that that's how they would end that episode. Anyway, so when the doctor comes back, Donna smacks him. Like Martha runs up and hugs him, mm-hmm. and Darth uh, and Donna smacks him, which I just thought was was um, a great way to to demonstrate their relationship. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, <laughs> the Absolutely. smack comes before the "I'm glad you're alive." Yes. You know? Anyway, I like the relationship between Dr. Donna. Dr. Donna. Mm-hmm. ...has declared a state of emergency. People are being told to stay away from all cars with asthma devices attached. The gas appears to be toxic. We are warning anyone and everyone, stay away from the cars. Repeat, stay away from your cars. 
Okay, so basically what we have here is uh, we have just skipped from going into the first episode now into the second episode, which of course left with a really cool cliffhanger, which was with uh, at Donna's parents' place. Uh, her Grandpa gr- her- was stuck in the car. Exactly. And so the doctor was trying to figure out some way to to free him from right. the situation so that he would not be suffocated in the car by this poisonous gas. And we thought for sure when the next episode started that it'd be the doctor that would save him, right? Right. But or it, was, it looked like maybe perhaps he might have died. Right. Which would have added to the relationship issues between, between Donna Do- and Doctor. Right. Uh, so, but what happened, Steph? Um, Donna's mom came running out of the house with, with an axe and busted the windshield. Yeah. And um, I love it because Donna looks over and goes, you have an axe? <laughs> Just, it was funny. Yes. But uh, so mom saved the day. Yes, she did. And I, I understand that because that's her dad, you know? Yeah. So. Absolutely. I like that they let it be her. Mm-hmm. Because normally she's just a very nagging character. She was. That This, this is true. And of course, you know, as as always, you have uh, the in the new series, everybody who happens to be a companion of the doctor these days is from the same town in London or something, same place, <laughs> same city. And, of course, they all have a mom who don't trust the doctor. And I think maybe this is some kind of uh, maybe social commentary on mothers and trusting the young the, boys right. that come into their daughter's maybe, lives. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you're just reading too much into all the, what do you call it, social commentary. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Captain Marion Price. Oh, put your hand down. Don't salute. banks traced the signal, Doctor, coming from 5,000 miles above the Earth. We're guessing that's what triggered the cars. It's on tour and ship. Beto has gone to DEFCON 1. We're preparing a strike. You can't do that. Nuclear missiles won't even scratch the surface. Let me talk to the Sontarans. You're not authorized to speak on behalf of the Earth. Oh, I've got that authority. I earned that a long time ago. Calling the Sontaran command ship under jurisdiction to the intergalactic rules of engagement. This is the Doctor. Doctor, I'm here. Can you hear me? Doctor, breathing your last. My God, they're like trolls. Yeah, love them in diplomacy, thanks. So, tell me, General Stahl. Since when did you lot become cowards? Oh, and that's diplomacy. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great clip. So this clip is is full of so much. This is is a really packed full clip. Why don't you unpack it for us there, babe? Well, I okay. We we see the doctor obviously contact the Suntarans. He provokes them. He provokes them, which is you know his style of doing things. Um, he hides a secret message for Donna in the conversation with the Suntarans. This is where we see Rose. Yes, the, um, just like a, for a couple frames on yeah, the screen. Just not even a couple frames. It's just, split second and it's gone yeah but um and then i love it towards the end of this clip where he's having this conversation with potato head here potato uh, head. That's what he looks like um he's a grumpy potato too he is a grumpy potato anyway um towards the end of the conversation the the suntaran is just going on and on and on about something and he like uses his uh, sonic, sonic screwdriver to change the channel and he turns on cartoons and then goes back and says well are you done yet and anyway that's 
that's really funny. It's just classic doctor it style, is. you know. And I like the fact that the it was it or with Colonel? this doctor anyway with was it, with what? David Tennant. He has a great yes um, witty personality. He does. So is it the colonel? Is that the guy's rank? The commander and the guy says, you're not authorized to speak oh, yeah. on behalf of the earth. He goes, oh, I think I earned that one a long, long time, time ago. Right. Yeah, that's right. And I love that the, the, he's always, the doctor is always like, stop saluting. You don't salute to yeah. me. It's like, stop <laughs> saluting and quit pointing those guns at me. That was a funny if thing. If I see another gun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, does she say shut up? So, so this clip is uh, where Donna, of course, is stranded in the TARDIS on the Suntaran ship, which, of course, is interesting that the doctor just happens to be in charge of keeping these girls safe, these companions safe, and, you know, they're off doing their own thing. And right. Of course, she, I think the doctor told her to go back to the TARDIS. He gave her the key. He did, but he did not know that they were going right. to take it. Exactly. But they do take the TARDIS, and of course, Donna's on it, and it just so happens, of course, that, you know, she is, Donna Noble is the only hope that the world has to continue forward. And so, of course, the Doctor always receives the credit for saving everyone. But really, the truth is, is the Doctor always does need a companion. He does. Anyway. Pressing end. We're gonna keep those missiles on the ground. There's two of them. Yeah, long story. <laughs> Here we go. The old team back together. Well, the new team. We're not going back on that ship. No, 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 no. We need to get the teleport working so that we could get to here, the Ratigan Academy. Don't buy. Don't tell anyone what I did. It wasn't my fault. The Santorans lied to me. If I see one more gun. <laughs> and how he just tosses you it know aside. You sort of works. Feel like a kid in my dad's clothes. Oh, well, if you call him dad, you're definitely getting over him. <laughs> <laughs> that, I didn't catch what he, what, exactly what she said the first time. Right. I knew it was something like that, but she says, if you're calling him dad, you're, you're definitely getting over him. Yeah, that's a good line. It is. So, of course, we're coming up to near the end of the episode here. It, again, folks, this was just an enjoyable episode of Doctor Who. I really uh, was thrilled to see, of course, uh, Martha 
and Donna working together side by side. And of course, at the very end, it was supposed to end, but something like this occurred. How are they? Same old stuff. They're fine. So, you gonna come with us? We're not exactly short of space. Oh, I have missed all this, but you know. I'm good here. Back at home. And I'm better for having been away. Besides, someone needs me. Never mind the universe, I've got a great big world of my own now. Alrighty, and so we end the episode with the Doctor's TARDIS being completely controlled from external sources once again. Once again. Once again, and you know, it looks like Martha's going to be a part of the next episode, which is totally awesome. Um, I really liked the fact that the the episode also ended with Luke becoming the guy who, you know, that kind of saves the Earth yes. versus doing something destro- clever with his life. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I think that's pretty much our coverage of this episode. Is there anything yeah. else you wanted to say or add to it? No. Okay. Although you did another great pause there with Martha's face. Yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> folks, next time we will be covering uh, the next episode. I'm excited about the next episode. All right. can We we can go ahead and spoil and say what the next episode's title is now. I would hope I, so. I would assume. But the next episode's title the doctor's daughter how cool is that that is so cool i cannot wait to see what they do with it me neither and as i'm oh look at this check this out uh writer's comics do you see this yep i've not seen that before i'm on the doctor who website and looks like there are some doctor who's comics out there very cool we'll have to be checking that out Mm -hmm. all right well let's hear our very cool music to send us out of here all right so uh we just want to say thank you for staying subscribed to the Doctor Who Fan Podcast. Make sure you tell some other folks about us over here at gspn.tv. Until next time, join the community.